The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for some gender queer, gender weird sex with Jaya. Some weird sex with Jaya. <laughs> oh, do love. I think you're always ready for just about anything by the time Friday comes around. <laughs> yep, let the steam out. I was so grumpy last night because I get grumpy if I don't have sex and orgasms on a regular basis. That's just what happens. So you're saying you have not had sex and orgasms on a regular basis? Well, last night I had about ten of them. I couldn't sleep, so I was like, I'm yep. grumpy. You kept rubbing them out? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm Jaya, a somatic sexologist, author, and creator of Red Hot Touch. Check out my new video blog at newworldsexeducation.com. So excited about this. I'm launching a whole web TV project. So touch with me there. As if we don't have enough going on. I know. Our topic today, transgender sexuality. We'll be talking with two really incredible guests. But first, Victoria, our sex toy expert from EdenFantasies.com, is here to share with us about what's hot this week. Hello, Victoria. Hello, Jaya. Hi, D-Love. Hello. What do you have? How are you guys? Oh, so what do I have? Let's get right to the toys. (laughs) I'm so excited about the toys. You know, it's me and my grumpiness. I'm like, let's buy a million sex... Sex toy. You know, I have to say this before we go in. I've been reading this book called Just Do It. It's about a couple who had sex for 101 days straight, and they're so cute because she was like, um, I need to get a dildo. And he's like totally terrified of sex toys because he thinks there's something wrong if you have to have a sex toy. So, Oh, that's so weird. I know. And, then, and he's like, well, if you get a dildo, then I get to watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's it. like a strange negotiation, but okay. <laughs> I mean, there should be no problem with either one of those things, in my opinion, but yeah, I guess I'm a little biased. Awesome. So you have something for the guys today, I see here? Yeah, top of the list, since we put the guys last last week. Um, we have a really cool new vibrating cock ring by Lalo. It's called the Tor. It's kind of similar to the bow vibrating cock ring that they put out a while back. Um, this one comes in black or purple, and the purple is really nice, like violet purple. Um, it's really powerful. It's got six stimulation levels. I think it's more powerful than the bow. It's rechargeable. It has this little, like, travel case. It's very cool, and you put it in the case and then charge it. Um, it's waterproof. It's stretchy, so you don't have to measure first, but it's still snug. 
just a really, really cool vibrating cock ring. Awesome. And then you have something by Evolved next. Yeah, we have an exclusive toy from them right now called the High Roller. It's hot pink and black. It's silicone. It's a really nice high-grade European silicone. And it has this awesome scroll wheel. And one of the things I immediately thought, which is totally wacky, I was like, my first thought, honestly, was this would be so great for people who have, like, arthritis or have a lot of lube on their hands or are, you know, or disabled. (laughs) Like, this is a really easy-to-use vibrator. The Mm. scroll wheel just goes up and down. That's the only control it has. So there's no buttons to push. There's no, it's not difficult to use. You can use it with one hand, but it's powerful and it's multi-speed. And I was just so impressed by how user-friendly it is. And it's totally waterproof. It's really powerful and it's almost silent. So I was very, very impressed with that toy. The guys from Evolved are just, they just are down the street from me. I've been to their offices before. It's so funny. I love going there. They're funny. Anyway, yeah, they're good guys. And their packaging is awesome too. Like they have really nice uh, reusable boxes so you can actually keep your your toys Mm -hmm, in the boxes that they come in because they're meant to be saved. Awesome. And what's next? The Legamento, which is a a funky-looking little thing. And uh, it's funny, the packaging actually looks like a little jewelry box. Like it has these two drawers that pull out because it comes with all these extra goodies. So it's like a chocolate and caramel kind of um, color story. It's really nice. Like you don't see very many toys that are browns and tans. And um, it's really small, and it's meant to be used uh, as kind of a hands-free clitoral vibrator. So I could have one while I'm doing the radio show and have orgasms with one of these? (laughs) Well, it nestles (laughs) against the mons, so it kind of... It has like a almost like an egg shape, but underneath it has nubs that nestle against you, and you can use kind of a more diffuse vibrating with the one nub or a more pinpoint strong vibrating with the other nub. So you can switch to either one, whichever one you like the best. It's well, also waterproof, like um, and it's battery operated. It's a it's got a nice like kind of soft material. It's a really interesting vibrator, and it's discreet. It's very quiet. It's kind of luxury. And it's a total steal at under $50. So it's, it comes with like a cock ring and toy cleaner and lube and a storage bag and batteries. Like it comes with a ton of stuff. It's just really neat. Awesome. I encourage everybody to go to EdenFantasies.com. And today the coupon code is TRANS, P-R-A-N-S, for 25% off. So what do you have on the forums this week? I like this question here. Which historical figure would you seduce? Oh, I put crazy ones in there. I Mark Twain, <laughs> Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> My husband put uh, Billy Holiday. People you were talking about uh, Ben Franklin. All kinds. Of, you know, it was it was really funny. I, a lot of people I didn't expect. You know, H.P. Lovecraft <laughs> popped up. Like tons of people. So it was really a fun thread, and I kept checking back on it to see you know who was going to surprise me next. Hey, do you love who would you seduce? Um, a historical figure. Historical figure. Um, Marie Antoinette pops to mind. Um, I would want to seduce Cleopatra. Somebody put Cleopatra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was in there. I actually even put young Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a poll on open relationships. That's fun. 
I want to go take that Actually, one. Actually, um, we've had a poll up. Uh, it keeps popping back up because every time you it gets voted on, it but bumps it back up. And I think there's there's quite a few votes already and something like 70 posts of people just sharing um, not only voting whether or not they're in an open relationship, whether they're open to the idea of being in an open relationship or they have ever been in one, but also, you know, why or why not, you know, and it's been a really interesting conversation developing over there. So that's a very cool thread. So I have a question, Victoria. I don't know if you know the answer to this because I'm thinking about the historical figure again. Do you know any historical <laughs> figures that were trans? Hmm. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can't. No, I'm thinking about this. We're, well, I'll have to ask our guests. Definitely, because I would imagine they would know. Um, I mean, I, it's a fine line because of, of how people classify things, but... Hmm. And people no. now are more open than they used to be back then. But Absolutely, where I think people had to kind of suppress, you know, who they were because of being outcast. And I think, right. you know, as time goes on and you see more gender fluidity these days, it's obvious, you know, people are more open-minded. So historically, I think that's going to be a tough one. I mean, you could think of people like Joan of Arc, you know, but she mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have said that she considered herself transgender, although she truly embraced masculinity in a way that I think really did bring about a lot of criticism of her. Like, there, I don't know, you really have to, I guess, have to look and see, because I, I think as far as historically, it would be a fine line where are you just saying that someone's transgender because of how they behaved? Was that really how they identified, you know? Mm-hmm. And so who are you interviewing this week with uh, your community interview? Um, Mitzi Cesarito, her last name's kind of hard to pronounce. Um, she is a pretty well-known author of erotica, and she actually uses historical figures and does, like, uh, adult takes on fairy tales and stuff like that. She's really cool. And she's on Cleus Press, who we thought it would be really fun if we did a community interview with Mitzi when we launched our new erotic book club. And that's basically all different books from Cleus Press that are like best sex writing, which some of which is, you know, nonfiction, and then also erotica and things like that. Um, so Mitzi is available for questions from anyone until Tuesday at midnight, and her favorite questions win prizes, which is pretty awesome. Awesome. And you also have a contest on Eden Cafe. Yeah, that's for the fairy wands. These fairy massagers look similar to the Hitachi but are seriously stronger, especially the plug-in ones. They're ridiculous. Like, one of my coworkers was like, oh, my God, it's going to liquefy my bones. <laughs> and it's just so, so strong. And there's a little one that's about the size of a pocket rocket that's in, it's rechargeable, and it's insanely strong. And I actually snagged it back in July when you and I met, actually, um, at A&E. So I've had it for a really long time, and I'm totally addicted to it because it, it <laughs> works, like, really well between bodies during sex. Like, it's so flexible, it's so small, and it's so powerful. It's, like, my favorite thing to use, you know, during sex to get off, and I love it. So we got all the fairies in, and we're doing a contest and giving away two of them. Um, so we're really, really excited about that. But, yeah, those things totally rule. I want a fairy wand now. <laughs> you better get in the contest. You have a Twitter account. <laughs> you can leave a comment that you entered to win several different ways. So you leave comments over at EdenCafe.com, or you can uh, Twitter using the fairies hashtag, 
and those all enter you a chance to win. Awesome. And, okay, so you've launched your erotic book club. That's awesome. And then you've got Twitter. You've got a Twitter contest too, right? Yeah, the Twitter erotica. Basically, we're challenging people to seduce or inspire in 140 characters. Uh, this past one was fetish. I think the next one is seduction. There's going to be um, all different, like, themes for the next few weeks just to celebrate the launching of the Naked Reader Club. And it's really funny, this one person wrote like 15, I think, Twitter kind of tweets of erotica to kind of write like a mini erotic novel to us, and I was really impressed by that. But other people have basically written, you know, hot little snippets as their Twitter erotica, and that works the same way. It has a hashtag, and um, and all those things enter you to win autographed books by erotica writers and gift cards. So that's another fun way that we're getting people to be creative and to really embrace erotica. And what's your Twitter so people know when they go? Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Eden Fantasies forward slash Sexist Magazine or forward slash Eden Cafe. Awesome. Thank you so much. As always, it is such a pleasure having you on our sex toy expert extraordinaire. I love everything. (laughs) This week, I'm just, you know, sex deprived. So I'm horny for it all. I'll I'll take I'll take one of everything and a book on erotica. Although the book on erotica might just be more torture because, you know, I don't think I need anything else for my libido. It's it's raging. Well, D-Love could read it to you while you try out your new fairy. That sounds good. (laughs) What do you think, D-Love? It sounds good. I think uh, if I'm in the room, Jaya wants some direct loving. Yeah, I want some. Well, while you rest up in between sessions. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody go to EdenFantasies.com. Enter the word trans, T-R-A-N-S, for your coupon code for 25% off. Thank you, Victoria. When we return with more Sex with Jaya, we will have our amazing guests, Buck Angel and Willem Belay. When we return, more Sex with Jaya. the experts call toll free right now 1-866-472-5787 and ask our all-star team to answer your question that's 1-866-472-5787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com when jaya was pregnant we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected so we made touch a priority She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. The new release features essential massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film, Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com and download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did.
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America Business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award Program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya we're back you know, I have always been fascinated with gender. At one point in my life, I actually declared myself genderless even. I was, I was denouncing the fact that I was a woman and didn't identify with being a man either. So I was just like, I think I'm just genderless. I just don't fit into anything. I'm just a spirit. And uh, then I met my first transgendered person at my sexologist training uh, who taught me much about the gender spectrum in the world. He called it the gender galaxy. And then at the Sexual Shaman Conference, I learned all about the two spirits, which is a shamanic, in shamanic culture, is someone who's both male and female. And even in certain shamanic cultures, that there were over 35 different gender types, which I thought was really fascinating. And, but I'm still always confused about what's politically correct when it comes to gender, transgender, transsexuality. So I turned to sexismagazine.com and discovered an article called Gender Queer Etiquette which helped me out a whole bunch. <laughs> First of all, I learned not to ask, would you prefer he or she, but instead to try, what pronoun would you prefer? Or where are you on the gender spectrum? I think those are really good questions, because like, I think they demonstrate some sort of awareness that it isn't just you know, male, female. And that leads me to today's guest. Buck Angel is back with us, and joining us also is Willem Belli. Hello, both of you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so this leads me to my first question, um, and we'll start with you, Buck. Can you tell us a little bit of your personal story in regards to your gender and sexuality? 
Sure. I, um, I don't identify, first off, as a transsexual. I identify as a man. And I was born female, and I basically had a sex change to a male, which means that I only removed my breasts. I didn't remove my vagina. So I, um, and I, for many, many reasons, I just chose to keep that. But I did have a legal sex change to a man. And at this point in my life, I totally identify as a man, and that's how I live my life. And, but a lot, of, a lot of other people who are like me choose to live their life as transsexual or transgender. And uh, it, it was a, a decision that I, that I made because I felt like I, I'm finished with my with change. I, I felt like I needed to go through this change to become who I wanted to be, which was a man, not to become a transsexual, though I always will be a transsexual. So I guess that's basically my story in a nutshell. <laughs> Great. Thank you. And Willem, what is a little bit of your story, a little bit of your history about who you are? I'm a plain old man, although not as manly as Buck, um, <laughs> who is a, an, a performer and actor, and most of my roles involve uh, drag or trans characters or something like that. Awesome. And so uh, you have not had any surgeries, or are you... Oh, I've had some surgery, but it's purely cosmetic, like lipo and, um, like, not face work, but, like, I have, like, a scar I got revised on my face and casual Hollywood surgery, not anything major. Awesome. So what, uh, you know, I'm always confused about this. What's the difference between transgender, transsexual, transvestite? And, And just to give us some definitions for clarity's sake, I'm a big one on, like, no definition sort of floaty out there, but I know that people would like to have those definitions just so we're clear what we're talking about. Um, Willem, you can go ahead and if you have anything sure. to say on the, um, the, the so what I understand yeah. transvestite is someone who dresses in women's clothing, whether it be for like a sexual kick or um, just because they want to. Transsexual is someone who usually take some sort of route to change their gender or will at some point take some sort of route to alter their gender, like with uh, hormones or surgery or or living their life as a complete woman, even if they don't have surgery. And um, transgender, I think I'm not the authority on that, and I really don't know. Uh, I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that tranny comes from the word transvestite, though. So when... Um, you say tranny, it's short for transvestite, but, I mean, it's been appropriated into all facets of language. Like, I know transsexuals who call each other, hey, tranny. I know a, mm-hmm. a transsexual woman with a ringtone that, that yells, hey, tranny, hey, tranny, hey, tranny, <laughs> like, when it's ringing. So, like, it's pretty much everybody's got their own definition. Uh, I know back in the day they used to say transy, too, with an S-I-E. So, I don't know. So, yeah, my, my friend, he had a T-shirt that said tranny fag on it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to wear that to the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> so, so Buck, what's your, um, what's your take on the definitions? Well, William pretty much had it right on. I think that transsexual and transgender, they're basically the same thing. Transgender, I think, is the more PC way of saying transsexual because gender, and so there has to be this kind of PC. I just want to let you know that I'm not a very PC guy, <laughs> and I get myself into problems with that because I'm much more about the fluidity of things and not so much about putting everything in a box, which mm. kind of always feels so weird to me that you have to say, you know, one thing or there's 
a specific rule that you need to ask somebody, do you want to be called or he or she or, you know, there's just so too many rules. And to me, it's like, okay, you know what? Do you know people still say she to me, which is quite funny to me. I, I don't take it personal. I think it's funny that somebody would actually say she to me. So, so in that sense, I'm not so PC in that I get really upset at people using the wrong terminology. And I, I think that people put too much, too much emphasis on using the correct terminology to do things. Hmm. So what's something, Buck, that you would really want people to know about, um, you know, being a man with a vagina or transgender, hmm. however we want to label it, but what's something you would want people to know about how you live your life? Well, I live my life completely by my own terms, and I don't let people tell me how I'm supposed to be to be a man, obviously, because if that was so, I would have had the bottom surgery. And I feel like um, basically I live my life showing people that you can be happy who you want to be if you just take inside yourself and just take a moment for yourself and look at yourself and say, this is how I want to be. This is how I want the world to perceive me. It's not how I want the world to tell me how I have to live my life. And once you kind of come to terms with that, however that situation is, like, like for me, it was realizing that I was never going to get that bottom surgery. It just was not going to happen for me. It was not an option for me, you know, because uh, it just was not a functioning enough penis for me. So I chose that this is not going to happen for me. So by choosing that and deciding this is how I'm going to live my life, no matter what the world tells me, which they continually tell me that I'm not a man. I will never be a man until I have that penis, which is completely ridiculous. So that's how I live my life, saying that, you know, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. I don't really care what you think about me. Hmm. I like that. You're great. <laughs> Sometimes it's not so easy, believe me. People really fight me on it a lot. I mean, I get yeah. a lot of people writing me crazy emails telling me, you know, that I'm a nut, that I'm what's wrong with the world, that, you know, that you better get a grip. That's not what a man is. And it's just really ridiculous stuff that people write me. I get it, too. I'm a sex educator. I get all the right. – I, I get hate mail and all kinds of things because I teach sex and talk openly about my polyamorous relationship, you know, which some people, that really triggers them. So I think everyone has their own triggers. We right. were talking about this yesterday. I was on – or Wednesday, I was on Playboy Radio, and one of the girls was getting attacked for being in porn from someone else mm-hmm. at Playboy, and I thought it was really interesting because it's wow. someone, like, within their community. And, um, you know, it's kind of like the people who are having the most, most fun and really living their lives with freedom are the ones who get, you know, we get the most flack sometimes. I so, think that um, comes from Willem, people being jealous or, or feeling yeah. jealous and, uh, uh, because we can do it and we choose to do it. And I think people don't, a lot of people don't have the balls to do it and they, don't, and they feel intimidated by people like us, so they, so they act out in a negative way. Thank you for having balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, Willem, what, you know, what's something you really want people to know about you, how you live your life? And, um, and, and you know, you're very out and you do acting. And uh, So what's something you would want people to know? Um, I don't know that there's anything that people want to know about me particularly. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm gay. I have a boyfriend. And... Uh, that's about it. Well, I'm married, technically, I guess, but I don't know if that's still legal. Are you in California? Um, yeah, I live, in, I live in California. Yeah. So we got married, and I'm not sure that it's, uh, like, he doesn't want to file federally tax returns with me, I think, because I'm poor, but I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but we're still kind of married, I guess. Um, awesome. Yeah. I don't think anybody really wants to know anything about me. 
Oh, I bet they want to know a lot. You're gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I met you um, at an event at Freddie and Eddie a while ago. They were my favorite little sex toy store, and uh, I was like, who's that? That person's really interesting, of course. Yeah. Um, they have to drink a cocksucker. <laughs> there were a lot of dildos there. That place was crazy. And I tried to look all classy. I was wearing like tweed shorts to look like a writer and be taken seriously. And I'm like, okay, wrong venue. Hike up the skirt. Yep. <laughs> awesome. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about you know. I think I think this show is really just about being out of the box and about gender and exp- exploring. You know, like I cross dressed before. I'm admitting it. I'm putting it out there. I totally spent a day as a man, and it was awesome. And I had a really fun time doing that. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about more a little bit more about that when we come back. I'll leave you with that Jaya cross dressing um, and being a man. So more sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. When Jaya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected. So we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly earthquake. Destruction is everywhere. Tens of thousands are feared dead and hundreds of thousands are homeless without food, water, and basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene, but your support is urgently needed to help us save lives. Please give as much as you can now. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. You can even donate $10 right now by texting the word SAVE from your cell phone to 20222. Please give now. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. 
you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. You know, we are talking with two really amazing human beings, BuckAngel.com and WillemBelli.com. And um, I promised I would share a little bit about my experience as being a man for a day. I was really excited about this, wasn't I, D-Love? You were. We were kind of first getting together. Did you think I was a total weird person? No, that totally intrigued me. Yeah. Well, I, I had this experience where I hitched a ride from San Francisco to L.A. Um, on Craigslist and ended up riding home with a woman who had spent quite a bit of time as a man, dressed as a man, and called Moby Dick. And she was like the king of, of male, of females cross-dressing as a man. And she just so inspired me. So I was like, okay, I'm spending a day with you and you're, we're totally doing this. And so I had the whole, you know, did the whole dress like a man, wore a soft pack, which is like a soft penis. And let me tell you, I totally got into relating what it would be like to have a male body because I, it was like there's this external genital, like, that's rubbing on my leg. I wanted to go hump everything. I mean, I'm already that way anyway, so give me a penis. <laughs> it's trouble. But... um I had the best time, and I, I had a lot of compassion for men out of it. Um, so it was a really great experience. Which leads me to, you know, one of my personal missions is all about freedom. And um, I'm really, like, one of the things I really value is the freedom to be who we want to be and let other people be who they want to be. So um, to live our sexual lives how we choose, as long as it doesn't really hurt anyone else, I think that when we get that freedom and we can free ourselves from shame, we really get into a lot of, pleasure, which is a lot of what my life is about, too, is pleasure. So I have the question um, for Willem, just beginning, how did you come to live your life with freedom? You know, you, you um, are a performer and just being brave enough to step out there when it came to your sexuality and, and playing. Um, I didn't get into the one college that I wanted to when I was 16 and done with high school, so I decided to, like, be an actor. And Amanda LaCour didn't show up for a shoot. So I had longer hair. They dressed me up and used me instead. And I'm like, ooh, I get paid more money. This is okay. So <laughs> I uh, I started doing that. And then I got a gig on Sex and the City, being one of the little tranny hookers outside Samantha's apartment. And I moved to Hollywood. It kind of snowballed. And I pretty much learned to ignore when people stare. And I just think, like, 
that it's funny that I'm freest when I'm most constricted down there and I'm tucked and shit. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I feel so much, like, power when I'm in drag and, like, five-inch heels and I'm some Amazonian bitch, you know? Like, yeah, I just got done with an audition and I walked across the WB lot in five-inch leather thongs. But if I need to go to the grocery store, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I don't care, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's pretty much one of those things where everybody in Hollywood wants to be somebody. So I'm, uh, I'm just competing in that game. And, I mean, nobody really gives a shit out here about, mm-hmm. like, if you dress up weird or whatever. And you have a movie out. coming that this is coming out. You were talking about during the break, uh, ticked off trannies with knives. Can you talk about it a little bit? And I know you're doing some film festivals and stuff like that. That's really exciting. Yeah, ticked off trannies with knives is uh, my new film. It's premiering at the Tribeca Film Festival, Robert De Niro's little film festival. You know, um, this April, and we're very excited. Uh, Glad has put out a protest, uh, or, uh, sorry, not a protest, they, because they're against censorship. They put out a call to action, <laughs> love that choice of words, um, for the movie, because some uh, a small selection of trans folks got up in arms about uh, the use of the word tranny, and they didn't like um, some images in the trailer, which aren't actually in the movie. Uh, they were saying that they saw the movie and they were offended when, in fact, they hadn't seen the movie and they'd been spouting misinformation all over the web. It's about five trans girls who uh, get attacked and uh, they get the revenge Kill Bill style. It's a lot of fun. And uh, the, the action is wham-bam-glam and the scary parts are scary and the funny parts are amazing. I mean, watching five trans girls backstage at a show, like, it's a look into, like, an aboriginal world. You're like, what is this language? What are they doing? What is this culture? It's crazy. <laughs> There's, like, new words that you'll learn about, like, house down booth and nooch and, like, it's nuts. It's a fun little film. And it's, um, I've actually played, there's three transsexual girls out of the five leads, too, so it's the first film of its kind that has uh, that kind of eating factor. It's not like awesome. Felicity Huffman or nothing. That sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm, I watched the trailer, so I'm, a, I'm interested. You know, also, it's lit, too, like, it kind of, like, when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, just hearing, like, the violence that has happened against people who are transsexual or, or, or differently bodied, you know, like, that, that there's this violence in the world still, and I forget sometimes because I live in my happy little sex-positive bubble, but... Um, yeah, it's sad you know. about that, but, I mean, it's hard to make a movie that has no... Uh, bearing on the real world at all. Like, you can't make a movie that, like, nothing has ever happened to some, someone in the world like that. So mm-hmm. some of the trans folks are like, oh, that's ta- horrible. You're making a movie about violence against trans women, even though, even though we do get revenge. But, like, you can't make a movie about something that is, like, there's nothing in the world that has never happened, you know? This movie is going to relate to somebody somehow, eventually, down the line. So, mm-hmm. But we're just happy we made it, and it's getting a lot of free press now. New York Times, hi. Hmm. Well, congratulations. Thank so, you. Buck, Buck um, same question. Just uh, how do you get over any kind of shame? How do you come to live your, your life with so much freedom around your sexuality and gender? And you make movies where clothes are off. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I make porn- <laughs> pornographic movies. Which, believe me, didn't, didn't hold well with the uh, trans male community, by the way, Willem. So I'm getting the same kind of, you know, situation. But mine, because I'm supposedly representing some community, and I'm not representing any community, I'm representing Buck Angel. But for me, 
my my adult work really helped me to become comfortable in my skin and become comfortable with my genitals because I wasn't because for many years I you know I didn't have sex um, from the waist down and I didn't feel comfortable you know taking my clothes off for during sex because I felt that you know my body was female and you know I, I felt like a man and I felt people sexually were relating to me as female so you know imagine many years not having sex because you weren't not comfortable in your body is really a, a horrible thing to have to, to deal with. And especially for somebody like me who was very sexual and I would have to masturbate all the time, like, you know. I would be so bumpy. Yeah, all the time. Like, <laughs> secretly masturbate and secretly, you know, pretty much penetrate myself because it wasn't, it's not even cool as a man like me to penetrate myself, you know, and which, mm. you know, that's a whole other subject matter. So I had to do it all in secret. And then finally, when I just kind of came to terms with the fact that, you know, I have a vagina and that's the way it is and I don't really care, and sort of realizing that this is who I am on my sexuality, I, I felt like I kind of wanted to show it to the world. <laughs> I don't know how, I, how that kind of came about, but it just did. Like I said, I'm making movies, you know. I'm going to do this. And, I don't, and it, that really was a, like, um, it totally, completely put me in a whole different situation. And free, it, free, it was freeing for me. It freed me. And it, and it continued to free me and free a lot of people who haven't felt comfortable with themselves or their gender or their sexuality or, or whoever. I think my movies reach a lot of different types of audiences in the sense that it's showing that, you know, you, you shouldn't be ashamed of yourself and you should just be okay no matter, no matter what everybody else is telling you. So I, I'm really happy I, did, I started my adult work because it really, you know, I think it took adult work to another level as well. Hmm. Your awesome. penis is 10 feet tall in my eyes, Brooke. I love it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Awesome. He has a huge energetic cock. <laughs> I, I get into having an energetic cock. <laughs> uh, so um, since this show is a sex education show, I love having you know some kind of sex advice out there for our listeners. So, um, Buck, what's a, a tip or a piece of advice you would offer to our audience, especially in regards to... Um, I, I would say, like, accepting the body, but also being with someone, say, say they're in love with someone who's transgendered. Is there anything that we should know in that way? Sure. That's a great question. I think um, for a lot of trans men, uh, it comes down to their genitals and really being uncomfortable sexually with that. And I think I get that question a lot from a lot of um, partners of trans, of trans men. How do I deal with that situation? Because a lot of partners want to go there. And maybe they, the trans man wants to go there. I really think taking it, like, really slow letting the trans guy really feel, feel you know, comfortable. What, what you have to do is you kind of have to really just little by little kind of work to that point <laughs> in, in a sense where the trans man feels really comfortable in the situation because it's sort of like, you know, being new to sex in a way and, and having to take it slow and not jumping on it and making the person feel really uncomfortable around it. But really making a trans guy feel comfortable around his genitals is the best thing you can ever do for a guy because in, in a sense, they're never going to have sex because they're just totally shut off around there. So, so like I said, for me, it was really just opening up and being okay with my genitals. And then once I did that, it was like a free-for-all. <laughs> awesome. And so, you know, I think this is good advice just for any couple. You know, I think for mm -hmm. both of them, I, a lot of women are uncomfortable with their genitals. Uh, mm -hmm. I know I was one who just was like, don't go down there. 
um, afraid of taste or smell or anything like that. And then yeah. also for, you know, penis, for penis and balls and all that, I think we can worship that as well and just worshiping each other's genitals and being accepting of them no matter the form, shape, size, because we all have different everything, you know. I've seen thousands of penises and thousands of vaginas and, um, Maybe not thousands of vaginas, but a lot of them. And <laughs> well, you know, and also trans men's vaginas are totally different. I mean, you know, our mm-hmm. our clit grows very big from the testosterone, so we get sort of like a little. And not all. I also want to clarify: not all guys are like me. They're not comfortable calling it a pussy or a vagina or you know any of those things. They pretty much either call it their little dick or you know. They, they I think they kind of relate more to the masculine side of that situation. Where I was trying to give the word pussy a, a more masculine meaning it doesn't necessarily. Have have to be female. So I think the other thing is, yeah, a lot of guys are very self-conscious of the fact that, you know, it's changing. Your your vagina changes with the hormones, so they feel a little self-conscious around that, too. You know, when I was pregnant, my clit swelled up really huge, and I love having my vulva touch like a like a man. Like, grab that shaft yeah. of my clit and, you know, I call yeah. it jilling off, but, you know, you can jack the shaft of the clit and get it going, just like a penis. Exactly. So... On that on that message, I'm going to go to break. <laughs> when we return, we'll come back, and I want to hear Willem Belli's lovely sex tip or advice for us. You can go to buckangel.com, willembelli.com, or my site, missjaya.com, newworldsexeducation.com, redhottouch.com, more sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. When Jaya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected. So we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features central massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic births, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let him know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for total career success on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. So, you know, one of my sex tips I would offer to couples listening today is is that, you know, we can role play, and role play can be really fun. So I invite you to just allow the freedom for each other to do this. And how fun it is, like I've had so much fun dressing up like a guy, and that it wasn't weird. It actually gave me a lot of compassion for stepping into the shoes of someone else and being able to kind of see the world through those eyes and really put on what it means to be a man. And then I think that gave me more compassion as a lover. It's sort of like in the, the BDSM world, being a, a bottom before you're a top so that you really understand what that's like. And that's what it was like for me. And, and role play being a big part of our sensuality and sexuality. And so when it comes to that, that we are able to um, allow ourselves to go to those places and allow our partner, if it's something that they're into, and that this can be a really exciting way to play and have fun and experiment with putting on different roles. You know, if you're always the husband, if you're always the wife, how about if you switch <laughs> and see what happens? Maybe there's a whole other dynamic that you find in your relationship or in your life that um, you've never explored and it opens up something new. So off my soapbox, anything you want to add, do you love? Um, there, or do you have a soapbox? <laughs> tear, tear down the walls. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's it's fun to switch. It's fun to play. It's fun to let go of um, your idea of who you're supposed to be in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, Willem, any uh, sex tip, sex advice you have for our listeners today? Um, yeah, I really liked. I, I like uh, your co-host idea of, of uh, switching off in the bedroom and uh, breaking down the perceived roles and stuff. And going along with that, I have like three L's. Liquor limits and lube, because I mean the liquor helps because it makes you more inhibited, um, inhibited, uninhibited, and like later on when someone's giving you the side eye, like if you do something, you're like, oh no, I wasn't, oh I was drunk. So that makes it easier <laughs> sometimes. It, it releases the shame. Yeah, I, I love liquor for that. I just chug Malibu straight out of the bottle. Um, with the limits, you just need to tell somebody. If you're not having fun, you just need to be like, I'm not having fun right now. We need to switch this up pronto because nothing is worse than having 200 pounds of not fun on you. And lube. Oh, my God, so much lube. I love lube. Just someone needs to invent a soap that it comes right off 
because I'm seriously up in there with, like, Dawn dish detergent. Like, <laughs> does not come off that silicone-based shit. I mean, I don't know who invented it, but it is amazing. It should win a Nobel Prize. Well, um, I've been inventing my own lube. You can use uh, uh, sea carrageen. That washes off so much easier. What is it? Irish moss. Irish moss. Just blend up some Irish moss. Um, you can get it. Um, you can get it in Santa Monica. It, uh, Euphoria loves Revolution on Main Street. It's Irish moss. You soak it in water. You put it in the blender. Make your own lube, and you can swim Ooh, it. Like you're supposed to be like, a botanical garden. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys have been really great. Um, Buck, do you have a new any new films out? I think last time we talked, you had something new going on. Yeah, I have um, a new uh, film coming out, porn film coming out called uh, Ultimate Fucking Club 2, Tattooed and Screwed. And then I'm also doing a documentary, which is not pornographic, and it's on trans men and sexuality. And I've been filming that um, in Portland, L.A., and then I head off to Amsterdam, and then I'm going to be in Toronto filming. Awesome. You are so busy. You're, like, all over the place. That's awesome. And your website? Sounds great. Sounds like a Natalie Portman where the heart is flick. (laughs) (laughs) I love. And what's your website, Buck, again? BuckAngel.com. Okay, BuckAngel.com. And Willem, where can people find you? I'm just on WillemBellai.com. It's like William without the second I and then Bellai like Melvin, except not a lawyer. (laughs) Uh, You guys have been so great today. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, and I just want to throw out, um, I'm starting my own web TV show. Really excited about this. I'll probably have guests on the show eventually. I'm just now starting it off. But you can go to newworldsexeducation.com, and if you click on blog, my new blog now has a couple videos up there. And I found one last night at 3 o'clock in the morning when I couldn't sleep. I was up and um, found a video called G-Spot Wisdom, which I'm in. I was like, wow, someone has... Put me in a in a video here, and it's got uh, it talks about female ejaculation and a bunch of other stuff um, in there. So all about the G spot, which I love. Um, and uh, now I'm starting to think about um, Buck, your G spot. <laughs> what is that? You what is your URL? Uh, my URL: newworldsexeducation.com or missjaya.com or redhottouch.com. You can get any of those; they'll all take you to the same place. Did you see my PCA that I did? It's a I public did. service that was announcement awesome. <laughs> for trans men. <laughs> the public cervix announcement. I love it. Yeah, check it out on YouTube. So you're on YouTube too, you guys. Do both of you have YouTube yeah. videos out there? Yeah, oh, I YouTube about the app. You don't even know. <laughs> so if we look for Willem Belli, we'll find YouTube out the ass. Great. <laughs> and, Buck, you have some, too. Your public service announcement being one of them. Yeah, very important message. So, um, so D-Love, what are we going to do for our intimacy time today? Um, we're going to put on women's underwear and uh, strap on dildos. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like fun. I won't be grumpy anymore, I promise. We, but we only have an hour to do it, so we'll have to leave the makeup off. we got to get on it. Yeah. Well, I'll get on it. For, so you don't have to look at him if he's not cute in makeup. 
Oh, next time we'll have to have tips on on cross-dressing. That'll be fun. All right, so next week, uh, more Sex with Jaya. We will have more of our amazing, lovely, beautiful guests, and we're going to be talking about body image, and um, this is a big one, so definitely listen in. We'll be talking with Misty Tripoli. Um, She's grooving it throughout L.A. right now, and I'm excited and maybe taking her teacher training. But uh, I met her at the spa, and it was lovely, and I'm so excited to have her on. So tune in next week for more Sex with Jaya and Body Image. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us.